Hello, I'm Design News Senior Editor Dan Carney, and coming up on the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast, we talk to Ford Bronco Chief Engineer Eric Leffler to hear about his truck team's greatest challenge and how they conquered it. Welcome to the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast, and thank you for listening. Today's guest is Eric Leffler. He's chief engineer for Ford's hot new Bronco 4x4. Welcome to the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast, and thanks for uh, for talking with us. Uh, the new Bronco has an amazing amount of uh, technology and features that are really impressive, but inevitably in this kind of a project, there's always one uh, one headache that was uh, either a particular uh, trouble point for you or uh, something that you're really pleased with and proud of the, the solutions that you came up with. So I was hoping that you could maybe elaborate a little bit on that today. What was the uh, the engineering solution that you're, you're proudest of on the on the Bronco? All right. Well, you know, anytime you try to do, go take over a segment uh, with, a, with a strong competitor, you've got lots of challenges, especially in the off-road arena. So uh, there were numerous ones of them, but the one I, uh, I'll tell you about today it's got to do with the ability to ford water and mud. And, uh, you know, it's important when you're off uh, in the in the wild trying to get uh, uh, through uh, all sorts of different obstacles. One of them is, is water and, and mud holes and so on along the trail after a rain. And ingestion of that mud into the engine is, is sometimes a, ch- a challenge. So obviously we have to design for it. So early on, we had uh, uh, air intake that was very high on the grill and, uh, we assumed that the, the height alone would, would be enough, right? And, uh, you know, we were accounting for bow wakes that go in when you go into a stream and so on. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the engineers that were off testing, we were able to get some mud and some water where we shouldn't be, which is approaching the, uh, the air box. Right. So what we had to do, because uh, basically it was a point in time in the program where we had uh, all the tooling about ready to get started uh, with the designs all finished, we had to go back very quickly and revise the designs from the prototype parts we had and that we were testing and created a, uh, a CAE model that actually models where the water and the mud can flow. And again, the viscosities are different of the two, right? So the right. densities uh, you know, are different. So quite a unique challenge. We had started that kind of work, which was a you know kind of a Ford first in the washout interior floor, so that we could model how the water was going to flow in the interior when the customer washed out their floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had some of that, and we were able to apply it and expand it, so that we could actually correlate between what wasn't working. So we modeled the present design, and then we could quickly try iterations with the CAE model, modeling water and mud, which is kind of an interesting thing and be able to understand its path and how much you know speed it can go in through the through the, the mud bog in the river and and uh, understand where it would go so once we were able to do that in the cae we quickly made prototype parts and only had to do one real iteration of it uh, after the cae work that uh, proved very successful and so we now have a pretty torturous path for the mud and the water to get from the driver's side up above high in the in the uh grill uh, across the front of the engine and then turns the corner into the air induction system, air box. But before it gets there, we actually created a trap door. So if it makes it that far, it kind of dies under its own weight because gravity will vacate it out right in front of the true air box uh, or air cleaner. Um, so uh, and in the event that somehow it gets there, it, it's eradicated. 
Very good. When you made those prototype parts, uh, did you 3D print those? How did you get those turned around so fast? Yeah, we're using a lot of 3D printing nowadays, and it's it's just a wonderful tool. Uh, we used to use stereolithography, which took a lot longer and was a very brittle part. But uh, with the materials and and resins we can use with uh, and even metals now with uh, 3D printing, uh, we can uh, we can rapidly prototype parts and and uh, basically get it back off uh, off trail again and and validate things very quickly. Fantastic. So then the production part is probably injection molded. Yeah, the ducts are obviously uh, injection molded parts. And then uh, we have, uh, as it goes into the airbox, we've got actually a dual shot type of a tool, which basically takes an injection molded part and then a seal and fuses them together in the injection molding process. So it's two shot of two different materials, but they're all one part when it comes out of the final process. Very good. Now that Ford has mud modeling expertise and they've proven it in two applications in the floor and in the intake, what, what's the next move for Ford's mud modeling expertise? Well, you never know. We just keep getting more capable. So, uh, you know, we might have to just try to get our water weighting height above the class leading 33 and a half inches and, you know, the sky's the limit. <laughs> that would be excellent. Congratulations on this and thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank you, Eric, and thank you for listening to the Engineering Solutions by Design News podcast, where we explore the solutions engineers have devised to their very toughest challenges.